Hello, good afternoon, and welcome to this edition of Thunderbird Eye, your weekly update of UBC Varsity Athletics, right here on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. I'm Jason Wang, and I'll be joined later on by Tim Winter as well. But first, we'll get right into it with UBC Thunderbird's Varsity Women's Hockey. This past week, Thunderbird's women's hockey team completed a two-game sweep of the inter-provincial rival Calgary Dinos, and then followed that up for good measure this past Monday with a 4-1 to international exhibition win over Team China. Go over uh, their weekend performance against Calgary. Uh, last Saturday, they won 3-2 to with a third-period comeback, scoring the last two goals unanswered to take the victory. Goal scorers were Nicole Saxvik and Mattia Fischer, scoring the second and game-winning goal by Mairead Bast late in the third period on a power play goal. Friday results from last weekend, uh, the Thunderbirds with their 4-1 victory over Calgary had goal scoring from Nicole Saxvik, Kathleen Cahoon, Mairead Bast, and Logan Boyd. All four goals coming unanswered in the third period as well, so both victories for UBC over Calgary were come from behind from the third period on. Thunderbirds power play also did quite well over this two games two series, scoring three goals, and the goaltending of Tori Miklash. Uh, First-year goaltender for UBC since transferring on this season with the Thunderbirds posting victory in both performances. A combined uh, 27 saves in 30 shots from Calgary across the two games for both regulation wins. So now the Thunderbirds with those two victories uh, climb up in the Canada West standings. They have the second spot behind the conference leaders. Manitoba Bisons currently stand with a Uh, Flawless, four-win record over four games. The Thunderbirds have three wins and one loss in second place. 
So following the results of the two uh, weekend wins over Calgary, Thunderbirds earning the maximum uh, six points for two regulation wins, we caught up with UBC's head coach Graham Thomas for his reflections on his team's performance. All weekend our goal is to have a good start and get a good jump on them. And both games we got scored in the first three minutes or whatever it was, first three, five minutes. So uh, so it's kind of not exactly how we planned it, but it's a, it's a signs of a really... A uh, good team, you know, a strong team, good character team that can come back from adversity and challenges and things that happen within the game. Uh, I've never seen so many five-on-threes in a weekend series ever, I think, in my coaching career. So there was a lot of, a lot of just different situations that we had to deal with. And then Bill Green goes in the box and uh, for a neck guard infraction and never seen that either for 10 minutes. So just a lot of things against us. But I think that was a real showed real strong like the strength of our team that we rise rose to the occasion and that um anybody can step up you know and, and on our team any the depth the scoring can come from everywhere if they shut down billy and boyd and sack someone else is stepping up and putting the puck in the net and uh so that was just it was really good to see it was a team effort and great teams find a way to win those games right you know I, there's there's teams that you've been a part of where you lose how many one-goal games and a lot of ties and stuff. And so a good sign of a team um, that knows how to fight through those things and win those kind of pressure situations in the thirds, is an, it's a good sign early on for us. Can, can you talk about the, the tying goal where Parhart made an incredible pass back to, <laughs> to Fisher? I mean, that was just a gorgeous play. <laughs> it was nice because I uh, we kept saying to them, I mean, their D zone, they're, they're collapsing in the front of the net. And so we weren't... We were getting a lot of shots, especially in the second. We had like 21 attempts on net and only getting eight, ten shots through. So, like, we got to get into the house. We got to get to the tough areas. And and so, my pars is driving people in there and a nice little dish from behind. And Fish has been due, and she's just right on the doorstep to find that. It was nice to see, but it was a fantastic play by Parhar. In Monday's uh, exhibition international friendly, uh, UBC playing the Chinese national team from the People's Republic of China, uh, Thunderbirds actually hosted their biggest home crowd attendance for the season so far, with uh, many Chinese Canadian supporters coming in to cheer on Team China. Uh, Unofficial attendance uh, listed uh, well over 1,000 at 1,382 at the Doug Mitchell Thunderbird Sports Center this past Monday night to watch this international friendly. Thunderbirds were able to play with the lead just about the entire game. Matia Fisher opened the scoring with back-to-back goals and before Team China finally answered with a goal of their own to uh, reduce the Thunderbirds' lead down to 2-1 to one early in the second period, but just a minute and a half later, the Thunderbirds added uh, to their lead once more. Katie Zinn scoring midway through the second period, and that was followed by Jenna Carpenter-Bosch's goal as well to round out the scoring later on in that second period. The Thunderbirds in goaltending for this uh, exhibition game uh, platooned two goaltenders with equal playing time. Amelia Bond played the first half, first period and 10 minutes of the second period. Danielle Wurenga came in in relief uh, from the second half of the second period on and played the rest of the third period as well. And after this uh, Quietly, highly publicized international friendly uh, post game. We caught up with the Thunderbirds' double goal scorer, Mattia Fisher, who's uh, well known for the Thunder- being the Thunderbirds' only European import from Oslo, Norway, and also on a bit of a scoring streak in the past few games. 
uh, including this preseason game, uh, including this exhibition game, and also uh, considering the uh, Saturday result over Calgary. She's got now three goals in her last two games combined. We caught up with her to get her thoughts about how well her team is playing. We all showed our depth of our team and we just stick to the game plan, followed through. Yeah, we just got to push through and try to be better every single day and try and get more and more chemistry and just keep pushing through and that becomes habit so we can just have fun and play in games. So up next for the Thunderbirds in weeks three action and conference play the Thunderbirds will go on the road to Edmonton to battle the University of Alberta Pandas in a two-game series tomorrow and Saturday night. The Pandas enter week three of conference play sitting in fifth place with a 2-0 and two record, two regulation ties and two wins in four games. So it'll be a tough matchup for the Thunderbirds. Uh, always a uh, conference uh, highly ranked team are the Alberta Pandas in women's hockey. Over now to the men's side of UBC Thunderbirds ice hockey. The T-Birds are coming off of back-to-back weeks of uh, sweep defeats to their opponents through the first two weeks of conference play. And this week, finally, the Thunderbirds are back on their home ice after being uh, on the road for their first four games. They are looking to put up their first points in the Canada West Conference standings entering week three with a zero and four record. But uh, earlier this week, the Thunderbirds had a nice surprise involving the Vancouver Canucks, who earlier had a injury to their starting goaltender, Ryan Miller, and on short notice had to play a home game. And of course, they looked to uh, local connections to find an emergency goalie call-up. And on a one-day amateur contract, the Thunderbirds were able to provide the services of their goaltender, uh, Matt Hewitt, able to suit up for the Canucks as a backup goalie just for one game. And this was a great thrill to Matt, and we caught up with uh, the goaltender for the Thunderbirds uh, before his uh, Monday morning uh, practice session to get uh, his thoughts on how exciting it is to be a Vancouver Canuck, if only just for one night. Check my phone first thing in the morning, and I had my phone was lit up with a bunch of messages, and uh, in our group chat with our team, I saw that uh, Miller might not be able to dress tonight, so they might need an emergency backup, and they were looking to go to UBC, and at that moment, I guess my heart stopped a little bit, thinking that I might have the opportunity to dress with the Canucks tonight, which is, uh, like I said before, a dream come true, and uh, a little bit later in the day, Sven, my coach, gave me a call, and he said, you're going up, kid, and I said, oh, that's awesome. My heart pretty much stopped right there, and uh, words can't describe how excited I am. Um, we've had a bit of a slow start here, 0-4, to start the year. So, I mean, the Golden Bears, one of the top teams in Canada for uh, CIS. So, to beat them in preseason was, uh, I think, a huge confident boost and shows that we can play against them and hopefully get a couple wins going into this weekend. So, entering Week three's conference play, Matt Hewitt for the Thunderbirds has uh, entered in three games of the four so far this season posting a goals against average of 3.54 and a save percentage of 89%, uh, both statistics of which uh, Matt will hope to improve upon in this upcoming two-game homestand against the Alberta Golden Bears. We'll have the Friday night game broadcast live right here on CITR 101.9 FM Sports. Uh, Face-off from the Doug Mitchell Thunderbirds Sports Center at 7 o'clock. You can hear us provide the live play-by-play coverage of that game uh, tomorrow night. So that's our update of UBC Varsity women's and men's hockey this past week in Canada West Conference play. 
And we'll take now a short break for a public service announcement. And on the other side, bringing you up to date on the Canada West Conference picture in football entering week seven with the playoffs looming just another week away after that. So continue to stay tuned in here on 101.9 FM as we continue on here on Thunderbird Eye. When was the last time you had fun? Are you getting fat? Do you have any friends? Well, you can solve all of your problems with a little wreck or a big wreck. UBC Rec is the best way to get involved on campus and have new experiences. Continue your fun, active, and social lifestyle by joining a team or signing up for an event. More details at recreation.ubc.ca. Back here as we continue on with our weekly coverage of UBC Athletics here on CITR Sports Thunderbird Eye. Let's get back into it with football. Canada West Conference Week 7 matchups coming up uh, tomorrow through Saturday. The Thunderbirds are still on the road following a road game last week in Saskatoon battling the Saskatchewan Huskies. That did not go well for them at all. Uh, the Huskies never trailed in this game leading wire to wire running away with the final score 40 to 10 easily defeating the Thunderbirds in what would have been the worst uh, loss for UBC in conference play so far this season uh, Saskatchewan uh, led this game with just an absolute uh, massive advantage in terms of their passing offense Kyle Siemens the quarterback for the Huskies uh, threw for a total of 346 yards on 24 completions, connecting three touchdowns to his receivers. Siemens connected touchdown passes twice to Mitch Hillis and once to Julian Lynch. Uh, Saskatchewan also had a very strong short-yarded rushing performance from Jarvis James, who ran in two touchdowns from short yardage, giving Saskatchewan all the offense they needed. Uh, Michael O'Connor struggled mightily in this game despite having pretty good numbers passing-wise. Uh, 231 total yards passing on 22 completions. However, O'Connor was intercepted twice by the Huskies' defense and connected just one touchdown to Travel Pinto. The Canada West Conference picture for the Thunderbirds looks like quite the setup to a dramatic finish to enter the playoff round coming up in two weeks' time. With two games still left to play, the Thunderbirds are deadlocked in a 3-3 tie with the Saskatchewan Huskies for a share of third place. The top four teams from the Canada West Conference standings advance into the playoff round, and below them are the two teams, Manitoba and Alberta, out of the playoff contention for the moment being. The next opponent for the Thunderbirds will be the second-place team in the standings above them, uh, the, the Regina Cougars, the Thunderbirds will battle the Cougars in Regina in week seven matchup coming up. The Cougars have a four and two record in second place and have already already clinched a berth into the playoffs. Well, the Thunderbirds will be battling to climb up in the standings, at least make sure they don't fall out of third place heading into week eight. In last week's week six result for the Regina Rams, uh, the Rams were narrowly defeated in an upset loss to the Alberta Golden Bears. Alberta turned a game-winning drive at the end of fourth quarter regulation time and kicked a 26-field goal by Brent Arthur to give them the lead 
for the only time of the game. Uh, they win 19-18 to 18 to uh, dramatically upset the Regina Rams and finally put their first victory on the Canada West standings for the University of Alberta. They are now 1-5 with that Week 6 upset win over the Rams. So the possible playoff scenarios for UBC to get into the Canada West semifinal uh, will show that uh, either the Manitoba Bisons or the Saskatchewan Huskies falling out of playoff contention will secure the playoff position for UBC in either third or fourth. But this week in Week 7, the Thunderbirds are hoping to beat Regina and uh, have a coincidental Manitoba Bisons loss as well uh, in Week 7 matchups that would solidify their playoff positioning uh, into the Canada West semifinal, regardless of what happens uh, the week later in Week 8. So that's the update for UBC Varsity Football going into the Canada West Conference Week 7 matchup battling the Regina Rams. We'll take another short break here on Thunderbird Eye, and on the other side, Tim Winter will bring you up to date on UBC Varsity Women's and Men's Soccer in Canada West Conference action, here on Thunderbird Eye on CITR 101.9 FM. Do you like sports and don't care who knows? Then CITR Sports needs you. If you like sports, are into radio, or generally just want to have a great time, then come join us. Email our sports coordinator at sports101 at citr.ca to find out more. Or come by the station in the new sub. See you soon. Hey, eating sustainably is important, but not always affordable. Luckily, Sprouts has not one, but two on-campus cafes that serve organic, earth-friendly, locally produced meals at prices that don't make you want to cry. Stop by Sprouts Cafe in the basement of the Old Sub or Seedlings Cafe on the top floor of the Graduate Building above Kerner's Pub. If you want more information about our cafes, initiatives, or are interested in volunteering, visit our website, ubcsprouts.ca, like our page on Facebook, or give us a sneaky follow on Instagram at SproutsUBC. Conservation is the first and best resource option for BC. Do your part. Turn off the lights when you leave a room and unplug your cell phone charger when charging is complete. Visit bchydro.com to find out more ways you can make a difference. This message brought to you by BC Hydro Power Smart and CITR 101.9 FM Vancouver. Hello and welcome to the Thunderbird Eye. I am <clears throat> Timothy Winter and continuing on from Jason Wang, we will be covering a variety of sports and we're going to start here with women's soccer who played two games over the previous weekend, both of them resulting in losses. Friday, it was a 2-1 loss against Trinity Western at Thunderbird Stadium, and that snaps a three-game winning streak for the women's team. Uh, they last lost 3-2 against the University of Alberta back in September 25th. Last game they played against Trinity Western, they tied 1-1, and that was back in September 17th. 
This game, they outshot the Spartans 15-9. to And Rachel Hutchinson of Trinity Western opened the scoring 30 minutes into the game off of a bad miss kick by UBC goaltender Morocco. Armelia Crawford hit a volley from 15 yards out in the 61st minute to tie it up for UBC. And that was her third goal of the season. But unfortunately, Spartans ace Isabella DiTrocchio got her seventh goal of the season off a set piece in the 67th minute. And Trinity Western, with that win, clinched first place in the Pacific Division. On Saturday, it was a 1-0 loss against the University of Fraser Valley, who UBC drew 2-2 against last time they met. Uh, UBC was outshot 9-4 against UFV, a very rare thing this season for them. It was the first time UBC had been shut out in over a month. A header by Amanda Carruthers off of a corner marked the lone goal of the game in the 32nd minute, which capped off a very dominant half for UFV where they outshot UBC tremendously. And UFV now in a tie with Alberta for second in the division. And UBC one point up from Victoria for the fourth place spot. And it's looking like they will be starting the playoffs on the road. Their next two games, the last two games of the regular season, come this weekend, Saturday, October 22nd, against the Manitoba Bisons at 9 a.m. That's in Winnipeg. And then Sunday, October 23rd, also 9 a.m., against the University of Winnipeg in Winnipeg. Manitoba currently in a three-way tie with Regina and Winnipeg for the fourth place in the Prairie Division. So very much still open there for their playoff picture. UBC haven't played either of these teams since 2013. And Manitoba comes into the game winless with two draws and three losses dating back to October 1st. The Westmen coming off of a rough 3-0 loss against Saskatchewan and a 1-0 win over Regina. And over in men's soccer, they just experienced a bye week. They last played October 6th and 8th against the Victoria Vikes. And they won that first game 3-2 and drew the second one 0-0. The men's team has now clinched a playoff spot with a five-point lead on the third-place University of Fraser Valley. However, they're two points back from the leader Trinity Western with two games in hand on them. And a win this weekend, just one, will secure them the top spot in the Pacific Division heading into the playoffs. Good player to look out for for UBC is Titoin Chopin, who had two goals last weekend in addition to a third the weekend before that. And he'll be a key piece of the UBC offense going forward. Their next games come this Friday, October 21st, against UBC Okanagan at 7 p.m. And Saturday, October 22nd, against Thompson Rivers at 7 as well. Both of those games at home at Thunderbird Stadium. UBCO currently with 17 points for 6th place in the division. Last weekend, they had a 1-0 win against the first-place Trinity Western team, and that managed to break a four-game scoreless and winless streak for UBCO, who have been sliding hard recently. They're last in Canada West, unsurprisingly, with 10 goals. The last time they played, it was a 1-1 draw back on October 28th. The Saturday game against Thompson Rivers University uh, Thompson River is currently with 19 points, fifth place. And UBC won 2-1 last time they met, October 27th. Thompson Rivers currently possesses a very potent offense. They're tied for second in goals in the Pacific Division. 
And they are led by Ryan Glanville and Justin Donaldson, who have been dynamite up front for them. Glanville currently third, and Donaldson in fourth in league scoring with eight goals and seven goals apiece. And you can catch all that action for the men's and women's soccer games on CanadaWest.tv, as always. We're going to take another quick PSA break here and come right back with a golf update. You're listening to Thunderbird Eye on CITR 101.9 FM. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna do it. I'm, I'm gonna, not, wait, I'm gonna do it wrong. I'm about to spit yeah. in this mic like <laughs> freestyle elfin, you know? Okay, okay. <clears throat> wait, hold on. Does it make sense? <laughs> <laughs> no, but who cares? <laughs> All right, let's go. <clears throat> Finally, we. <laughs> You're not even gonna last. All right. Victoria's pretty good, not bad festival, fountain, just back from France. Montreal, <laughs> what the f***? It's the script. <laughs> I couldn't even, what? Victoria's pretty good, not bad festival. <laughs> Fountain okay, just what? back from France. <laughs> what are you even saying here? Oh, you're trying to say these are the things featured oh, yeah, yeah, in this yeah, one. You should probably specify on. that. Because even a f***ing elf couldn't understand that, okay? Think you can do better than an elf? At CITR, we want to have a variety of voices on the air. Want to write scripts? Do some voice acting? Broadcast your creativity? Volunteer with the CITR production department. No experience? We can also train you in everything required. Send an email to psas at citr.ca to learn more. And don't wait to get your voice on the air. <laughs> Hey, did you know? More than 4,500 Canadians are waiting for an organ transplant right now. Right now. 4,500. People are dying. And you could save a life. 90% of Canadians say they're willing to donate their organs. But only a few are registered. So what are you waiting for? Get registered. It's easy and it's free. Leave a legacy. Be a hero. Save, save a, a life. life. Find out how to register today. Go to kidney.ca. And welcome back here to the Thunderbird Eye on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Broadcasting live, as always, from unceded Musqueam territory. And continuing on with the sports coverage, we will get to golf. It was the Victoria Vikes shootout tournament Monday. And that was for both the men's and women's teams. UBC men placing second at the tournament with a combined score of 7 over par, 557. Nine shots behind the first place team. Evan Holmes was the standout for the UBC men's team. He won the men's individual competition with an 8-under-134 score. And Zahid Dali Natu tied for 7th. And Andrew Harrison finished one shot behind him for ninth place with Jack Wood placing 10th. So a phenomenal weekend for the men's team. And the women's team managed to one-up the men by winning the tournament 23 shots ahead of 2nd place, the Victoria Vikes with a 38 over par 614 score. Kat Kennedy winning her third straight individual title for the women with a score of 3 over 147. Four strokes over her second place teammate, Barbara Nito Bradley. This is the first time since 2010 that a UBC golfer has won three straight individual titles. So congratulations to Kat Kennedy, to Evan Holmes, and everyone on the golf team on a phenomenal showing and that will conclude golf for 2016 their next tournaments will come january 30th at the 
California State Fullerton Felino Invitational for Men. And the next one for the women's team is early March at the Northern Arizona Red Rocks Invitational. In field hockey, it was a bye week for the women, and their next games will come against the University of Calgary. UBC has already clinched their 26th Canada West title with a record of four wins, two draws, and no losses on the season. And they will close out their season this year, this weekend, against the University of Calgary Dinos at 11 a.m. On Saturday and Sunday, it's a doubleheader at Wright Field here at UBC. And last time they played, UBC dominated Calgary, posting back-to-back 5-0 and 7-0 shutouts. So it should be another phenomenal showing for the women's field hockey team. In rowing, the women placed first and the men second in the Western Canadian Rowing Championships, which is a nine-team tournament. And Aaron Latimer named Thunderbird of the Week for his efforts for the men's team. In men's volleyball preseason, their preseason games start tonight at the War Memorial Gym against Trinity Western University, and that's at 7 p.m. They made the Final Four in 2014, but last season narrowly missing the playoffs. They managed to tie Mount Royal for the last spot in the division, but they missed out just based on four extra set losses. They even drew them in set wins, so a very very raw deal for the men's team. <coughs> in women's volleyball preseason, they won the bronze medal at the West 